0: was a feature of this thing yeah. hey
1: <laughs> we made it
0: we made it hey sofia
1: hola hola, hola.
0: hola. Uh-huh. amazing oh it's so good to see you finally we are Gee. in the space you're looking <laughs> fresh Sophia. do you want to tell everyone where you're checking in from today
1: Okay, so right now I'm in Mexico City, mm. based here, from mm. London originally.
0: Mm. Um, so
1: yeah, it's like middle of the day here, it's evening where you are, right?
0: Yeah, it's 6.30, yeah, 6.30 here. When did you move cool. to Mexico?
1: Um, it's, it was a bit of a wild one, but yeah, three years ago I ended up here. I was following guidance given through like, medicine experiences and ceremonies and kind of mm. received that insight. Mm-hmm. And um them was to actually find my friend dragona <laughs> i'm at her house right now,' um, her phone, so i 'm using other people's technology uh-huh. to survive the matrix Amazing. <laughs> I <mean, is> <laughs> um, yes. so yeah, I was living in the jungle for two years, like um learning a lot about um, integration, healing, native lands mm-hmm. and um Yeah, local culture and things like that. And now I live in the city, which is a very different vibe to the jungle. But Mm. I'm very happy here. I have a lot of community here, a lot of opportunities.
0: Um, And also
1: I'm really grateful for this opportunity for us to connect because it's a really organic way that this has come to life now. It's been actually like super improv, no?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it has. It's definitely been improv. So I guess for clarity, (laughs) you know, we briefly met just online right like a couple of weeks ago now maybe yeah. you know, less than a month ago and yeah. Sophia got in touch and wanted to talk about how a question around men's work right
1: um, yeah we, you had put a story up basically we connected on insta you put a story up saying you're about to have a conversation with someone uh, exploring men's work and <laughs> does anyone have and my question was, how can women or female identifying people mm. best support men or male identifying in their awakening? Mm. And I missed out on the answer to that question mm. in your conversation. Mm. And that's when we were like, hey, well, why don't we actually just explore that in mm. person live mm. and just see, yeah, what, what came up in your discussion mm. about how to best support men in their journey of awakening? It's so what was, What's
0: the? Tell me. question. I'd love to drop in, Sophia. How does this feel though? I'd love to drop us in with a few breaths, just to sink us up a bit. Okay, cool. Does that feel good? Yeah. Amazing. I guess people like listening and watching can also kind of drop in with us. Um, and your invitation is to you know find a comfortable seat for the ground beneath you, and close the eyes if you feel comfortable to do so, and just take an inhale in through the nose. And then out through the mouth. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Big breath in, hold at the... Big sigh to release. Uh... Allowing our breath to settle and coming back to the screen.
1: Mm. Nice in that space.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it helps me. I'm like, oh, we're live. I'm like, okay,
1: let's just take a few breaths. Uh, <laughs> amazing. So,
0: i had yeah. some coffee before, so my energy's like hype, so
1: I need Is to bring like,
0: Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> no, you can you're welcome to bring that if you feel like hype and want to jump in at all. So, the question that we were going to sit with was how can women support men in their awakening? And I wanted to Mm -hmm. kind of uh, throw it back to you to kick off with actually, and ask why is that of interest to you as a question? Why did that question come up for you? Would you be open to sharing like, what inspired you to share that question?
1: Well, that's a good question on its own. Um, Okay, so I'm I'm a coach. I coach men and women. I coach all sorts of people. I mean, really Mm -hmm. the demographic of people I've been working with as a teacher and a coach spans adults in addiction recovery, uh, children with special educational needs, um, adults in homelessness recovery, as well as able-bodied yoga, Mm. kundalini yoga, and now a transformational coach and a plant medicine integration coach. So I'm working with a super broad variety of people, and I'm always seeking to understand different forms of techniques, different ways we can support each other, gender regardless, to be honest with you. Mm. Like, how can we support each other? Um, And I'm curious, as someone who's female, identifying what men's work really entails. What are the staple pillars, the foundational kind of aspects Mm. of that work? And interestingly enough, in the last weeks, I've noticed with my own clients that um, there's more of a call for me maybe to help facilitate women's connecting with their femininity. Mm. And anyway, it's just interesting that polarity. And I really feel like, you know, in the, in the awakening of this like feminine energy on the planet, it's all well and good for the female to rise up, but we have to bring them in with us, no? And it's like we have to support each other. Mm. So I want to understand how we can best do that.
0: Mm, beautiful. Firstly, just like big ups to your, to the work that you do. Sounds incredible, sounds so amazing. Like, yeah, there's a whole story there and I'm curious, but maybe this isn't the right time to kind of dive into that, you know, like what brought you into mm-hmm. that world. And I think you're so right and actually what came up for us during the conversation with me and Nigel, when we were answering mm-hmm. that question was, was this recognition that men do the work for the feminine, you know? And actually a big reason I recognise we as men create these healthy spaces for men to show up is so we can show up as healthier men in all of our lives, and especially in front of women, especially in front of women identifying people, feminine, uh, feminine energy, whether that's your sister, whether that's your daughter, whether that's your mother. Because, you know, I spoke to this briefly with Nigel. It's like, damn, like the masculine wound of what impact the wounded masculine has had on this world is 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 unfathomable you know and we're not here to create shame or play be- blame at all in different ways but it's like having that in our awareness is why we do this stuff um, and so I think what's coming up for me is this recognition of the work that you're doing but also this reflection around you know, why did, why do men do this stuff? And actually it's it's so it's so early in my life, you know, it's only been a few years of dropping into this idea of what men's work is. You know, I'm not a father yet. I'm not someone who has birthed children into the world. I can only imagine that as a rites of passage as well, is like this incredible voyage and journey. Um and so yeah, I guess for me, I really wanted to kind of entertain this question by asking you, you know, what inspired you to share it, and you've given a really beautiful mm-hmm. reason for sharing. You know, why is it? What's inspired mm-hmm. you to share it? And maybe we can have this conversation where, if anything comes alive in you, you just like you jump in and you're like, "Hey, have you thought about this?" Um, well, because well, I feel like yeah, there I mean, is something.
1: Just something that you know I've really through my own experiences and through living out my own shadow and, um, you know, the feminine wound too and projecting onto masculine, blah, 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 I find, like, I've done so much research on, like, the psychology and the spiritual principles of polarity, and I just... I feel like the conclusion I've come to, although I've never arrived at a conclusion, like, I'm always open to learning more, but I feel like, ideally, the man is able to be stable enough to hold the flow of the woman. And, like, when the woman feels safe enough, she can express her her oracle or, like, her divine wisdom. Even if it's wild, even if it's uncomfortable and it's dark, it's truth. But ideally, the man is able to witness that truth and hold that, you know, and not become reactive and emotionally kind of volatile but actually just be able to witness it mm. in like a stableness in a stability so like the woman can flow like water mm. and like can be you know like stable like earth like tree mm. and i think the elements together are really complementary like they both need each other No,
0: it's the river it's um, the so bank of the river the bank of the river and the water that flows right
1: hmm hmm mm-hmm. So I think that's a, like a healthy example of the expression of masculine and feminine coexisting. But when it comes to like, I don't know, say I'm coaching um, a man on his journey. And, and I, I don't know the principles of uh, men's work enough to be able to uh, signpost them. Like that's one thing I really like doing is being able to signpost people to different resources, mm. philosophy or links, or it can be mantra, music. Mm. It can be like a Kriya, whatever. So because I don't have personal experience in men's work, I'm really curious to know, like, you know, what do you encourage, what would you encourage someone who's like started in their awakening? Mm. They're seeking more stability in their lives and their spiritual connection or practice. They're seeking a more authentic way of relating with women. What are some of the foundational principles Uh, that you
0: encourage men to explore and work with? Mm, That's such a beautiful question, amazing. So just from the experiences in which I've had and the spaces in which I hold is mainly the perspective I can speak from. And so with Emergent Men and the organization that I um, run, it's a lot about exploring, how do you authentically express your emotion in a healthy way, firstly? (laughs) And what does that mean? You know, how do we how are you able to speak to your emotions that are coming up for you? You know, how can you be honest? How can you be an honest man? Like what does an honest man look like? You know, what does an authentic man like look like? You know? And what does what does someone who something how do you share how you're feeling? Like real basic stuff, you know, in which I think what I realized in a lot of the men's spaces Like, we go down to basics. People get really worried about, like, coming to our experiences, what they might experience. And I'm just like, dude, I'm just going to make you share how you're feeling in this moment. (laughs) And, like, actually, the mad amount of discomfort that can cause someone, you know? (laughs) Um, It's like, what's going on for you right now here? You know, what are your fears? You know, what are you scared of? Can you share that with another man? You know, can you share some of your secrets with another man you know can you bring your shadow from the back of you round to the front of you and can we look at that together and how can this idea of brotherhood yeah exactly how can this idea of brotherhood support you as a man to just be honest with how you're feeling, you know, speak to what's going on inside of you and be able to express different emotions in healthy ways. You may have seen the photos and the videos of what goes on in some of these men's spaces. There's a lot of anger, you know, there's a lot of like anger that's Mm -hmm. suppressed. And, you know, I think anger as an emotion is sometimes not held in a way that allows men to, or well, humans, allows not, you know, this is a spectrum, this is an all person thing. Can we create safe spaces for anger to be shown? You know, like your, like your deep rage, you know, that wants to come up. And then actually, how do you create safe spaces in men's environments where actually all of you is welcome? Your anger, you know, your sadness, your grief, And your joy, you know, as well, like getting men to go on this journey of expressing joy and happiness is as difficult as getting them to (laughs) be as difficult as getting as as getting a man to express their deepest pain and their deepest anger. Right. And so, you know, finding using different practices and tools we allow. So I guess bringing it right back around to your question. What happens in these spaces is we create the space where men and those that identify as now have permission to freely express all that they are, as scary or as horrible or as incredibly beautiful as that mm-hmm. is. And that is a, an exploration, you know, it's an exploration of. Uh, allowing men to
1: feel safe, as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that's fundamental, like, the safety, you know, that's absolutely, like, foundational to to healing or to, to anything, really, you know, if we don't feel safe enough to be who we are, as you say, and to express um, all parts of ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, unconditionally positive, high regard is something Mm -hmm. that we want to be holding everyone in that space of like equality and neutrality and inclusivity you know and it's like if something is coming up that needs to be expressed as you say creating the the space for them to do that is is everything it really Mm -hmm. is and Mm -hmm. integration of the shadow as well like when we feel the shame then it's suppressed then we our subconscious mind then starts to play out Um, these stories that validate the subconscious belief. So that's why it's important to like subconscious programming. Then we have the cultural programming, the social programming. Then we have our own ancestral shit that we've inherited. You know, It's it's like, it's immense. Like there's so much work for us to do. And it's like, this is our lifetime to do it. You know, it's like this is our opportunity to do it. Um, so it's amazing that this is the kind of work that you are doing. Mm, um, mm. And yeah, the expression of anger—I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, I have my own channels for that, like Muay Thai and boxing, and I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have like a physical catharsis. Mm-hmm. You know. but uh, so would you say that's important for men that they have some kind of like physical out outlet? for any excess and
0: upgrade? I think absolutely, absolutely. I'm not that, absolutely. Just to firstly kind of um, speak to one of the things you mentioned, just this like, you know, I don't know, sometimes you might be able to support me on this, you know, sometimes I'm just like, this is so overwhelming, like carrying all this and like Mm -hmm. doing all this work and, you know, where's the, you know, the balance between constantly doing the work and being in it and healing the wounds and like, going through intense emotional shifts, highs and lows, and then finding kind of that sweet spot. And I don't know if you've, you know, if you have experience of like, does that exist, that sweet spot? And actually what is that sweet spot, you know? And, And then how do you move towards that as someone who facilitates a lot of therapeutic spaces?
1: And at times
0: it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I think I spoke to it, I think when we first checked in, or I I was speaking to someone about holding space in Ibiza. And it's like, after this container, like I dropped into like physical exhaustion for like four days, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So it's Mm -hmm. like, how, any insight on that? (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. I love that, that's such a good question. Yeah, I have a few different responses. I love Mm. that question. So yeah, I mean it's like from the from the Kybalion, This is like the most ancient philosophy that precedes science. Mm. So it's seven principles or of, of laws of existence, and one talks about the pendulum that's always going to swing. And basically, there's that swinging of like being super disciplined and super super like holding space and being super devoted and clean and dedicated, and other times that maybe we're like a bit more human and we're making fuck mm. ups and aren't going so smooth and we're a bit messy. And that's the pendulum, like that's the balance and that's always gonna swing. So we wanna try and transcend our consciousness so that we are less affected by the dramatic kind of sway of mm. that pendulum. And I found in my own work, point two, like my own inner work is that turning the awareness inwards and like having this like regular self connection with oneself, self, with one's body, with one's being, Like, okay, what do I need in this moment? When we start to sense that we're depleting our energy, Mm. you know, pause and taking a moment to be like, what do I actually need in this moment? Like, is it rest? Is it, Mm. um, I don't know, is it actually engaging with people? Is it a hug? Mm. Is it a meal? Is it, you know, it could be meditation. There's so many things. Mm. So I think it's important also as well, point three is that when we're creating these containers, holding groups that are transforming their own energies. It's important, especially from a shamanic principle to like, we open the space, we charge the space and then we seal the space, like we clear the space. Mm. You know, it's important that we ourselves as people who are working with um, a lot of different energies, a lot of different people, different bodies, Mm. different processes, how can we actually like find a neutrality and an alignment um, amongst that all mm. so yeah that's where the tools and the techniques come in we need to embody Magic. them and use them on ourselves
0: yeah yeah <laughs> so beautiful wow that was so beautifully articulated you had me in like a, a cosmic trance there Sophia You're like, <laughs> that was like pure transmission I was like this is the most insightful <laughs> this is exactly what I need to hear right now because and I think this is the it. oracle though this
1: is it if you create <laughs> yeah. you know, safety then the woman can Transmit yeah. that yeah. that cosmic divine wisdom, you know, but yeah. it's really so foundational that the men can show the fuck up, like for themselves mm. and for the because that patriarchal wound is just like it's fucking boring now, you know. It's like we're over it, mm. we're fucking done, and shit mm. needs to change. And people are really doing the work, mm. such as yourself, um, to help support men in that elevation, mm. it's vital. And I think mm. that's what's really my interest like when I saw I just saw your profile and I was like wow he does men's work thank the lord (laughs) doing that because it's it's vital not just for men's uprising but also for women and the whole planet you know Mm. so yeah raising got to be there
0: Mm, so beautifully so beautifully articulated yeah thank you so much for fitness it's, it's that it's that ripple effect isn't it you know and even like this representation of what we're both experiencing right now in this moment as an answer to the question you know how women can best support men in their awakening you know men do the work and women are doing the work and then we come together you know the roomy quote i don't want you to shine my light i want you to shine your light so bright so that when we come together we set the world on fire it's this idea that we as individuals can do the work for ourselves and then we come together you know men in men's spaces women in women's spaces and i'm an i'm a man that's yet to really outside of maybe festival settings go into mixed spaces you know and that's mm. an inspiration for me and not like mm. a mixed space where it's you know a festival or a conscious festival those spaces are beautiful but like you know, I want to witness, and you may have experience in this, maybe be able to speak to this, this like masculine and feminine in the same space mm-hmm. doing the work together in front of each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And actually, like, what mm-hmm. does that look Like, how can I as a man represent the masculine wound in front of you so that you can do your work? How can I represent that? How can you mm-hmm. as a, as a fe- woman identifying person represent the feminine for mm-hmm. me as a man and allow me to do the work for all the wounds that I have around the feminine and then how do we come together and do that together like that's ceremony right that like that is that's that that's like ceremony we always speak about it I speak to it briefly in men's spaces it's like brothers like the work starts when you leave the door you know the work starts when you've Walk out that door and you're back out in the world. It is great that we as men can meet up and do the dance and do the this and do that whilst we're in together in this beautiful building. That's amazing. we We are allowing ourselves to be open to transformation and change. But let's, like, go take that. Go take that when the person at the restaurant says something rude to you. Like, let me see your work there you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. like that that's it's like let show me that when you're in a traffic jam and you're five minutes late to work show me what you learned in ceremony in that moment (laughs)
1: because
0: it's all fucking good that you can be like sacred and blessed while we're all sitting in circle with our legs crossed but who's the man that doesn't get triggered by his ex-partner posting something online it's like actually like where's the work there so mm-hmm. yeah there's something there about that i wonder if you've got experience or want to speak to that kind of piece around you know bringing it totally.
1: together totally i mean it's integration though, of our wisdom and we mm. have to embody that and mm. it's like the same yoga practice for so the years i've been practicing and teaching it's like yeah it's well and good that we practice on our own bodies in the safe space of just us and ourselves mm. Not even, that sometimes doesn't even feel like a safe space. We have to cultivate a safety within ourselves. And then the practice comes off the map, like mm-hmm. really embody the wisdom, um, the philosophy, your way of being. That has to come in the day-to-day life and in mm-hmm. our interactions and recognizing that we're all living beings, no? so mm-hmm. we all deserve some level of, like, respect and compassion. So these are just foundational, you know, yes. but I think in the modern world we've become disconnected from that it's Mm. all digitized and it's all kind of like capitalized and we're losing touch of that like organic divine quality that Mm. essence of like well heart consciousness so that would be my next integrity number one integration number two honesty so Mm. important even when it's scary having difficult conversations but sharing from a place where we've like understood our own selves first, ideally before we just vomit out onto someone else, like taking Mm. the time to understand what's the root of that trigger um, Mm. and kind of understand it and then express it from a place of like nonviolent communication, you know? Mm. Nonviolent communication is super helpful in Mm. honest conversations, difficult conversations between men and men, men and women, whatever. Um, And then the final piece for me, I think is, heart consciousness. And I used to be super disconnected from my heart. Mm, For heart. To be mm. like, oh my God, my heart, I was like, oh, what mm. heart? Like, oh. Mm. <laughs> I would hear meditations that be like, we're gonna connect to our hearts. And I'd be like, fuck off. Like, what <laughs> you about? Like, you have no idea how much pain I've been through. Mm. I'm that. Mm. The process of reconnecting to one's own heart is a process and it's not always easy. I think that's really important. Um, if we're alive, it's because we have a heart that's beating, you know, and we're breathing. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm concerned, like, if you can breathe, then you can practice yoga. You know, it's mm-hmm. not that we have to do handstands and wear leggings. You know, for mm-hmm. me, like, everyone deserves the same level of respect and appreciation and being seen and held mm-hmm. in respect. And that's heart consciousness. It's known mm-hmm. in Tantra as Hridaya. And it's like recognizing this like universal heart consciousness and love is, it sounds so lame, but it's like, love is what heals us. My favorite expression mm. is, I did not come here to teach you. I came here to love you and love will teach you.
0: Mm. Wow. Mm. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh-huh.
1: So beautiful.
0: So beautiful. Thank you. And you know, mm. it's, Fuck, this is medicine in so many ways. <laughs> ah it's amazing. Um so yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I think um to like reel it round to this concept of how do we as facilitators continue to do the work ourselves whilst mm-hmm. looking after ourselves mm-hmm. so that we may continue to look after others. Mm-hmm. And actually that's the that's what's been coming through a lot recently like as the evolution of consciousness is going through continual shifts and change and patterns and has been it feels like this period of awakening in which we're experiencing is unlike any other you know what's going on on a cosmic level and as well as an. As well as an intercosmic level like on a cellular level that what's changing and shifting but it's like yo we need to look after ourselves right we need to look after our communities we need to look after our own well-being and i'm really i feel really just open to asking yourself as well like how do we do that as practitioners and you know from your experience and being the leader that you are and what i've witnessed and what you're bringing through how do we continue to look after ourselves and then so that we can then show up and then I'd like to then mm. speak more about the men's and women's space, but this is really just coming through now. Like, what does that self, mm. self love mm. heart look like? How do we do that, sister?
1: Ah, <sighs> great question. Really great question. And it's a constant practice. Um, but it's understanding the tools that we have available. No, mm. that what we practice, what we preach. You know, mm. we had to take care of ourselves to take care of others, and it's going to look different for everyone. Uh, For me personally, kundalini is like the most powerful practice to like replenish and recharge energy. Mm. Um, Also honoring in each moment, like, again, it's like knowing what are your go-tos. Like, Mm. what do you need? Don't be afraid to be selfish. Mm. Actually, it's being full. Be full of yourself. Be full. When your cup is full, we can Mm. serve other people. So Mm. sometimes that's saying no. That's Mm. understanding our limits and our boundaries. Mm. Um, home, knowing what we value, living in integrity with ourselves. Also, I mean, I'm not that, I love people. I'm very sociable. I love my friends, my community, my students, my clients. Oh my God, I have family all around the world. Like I'm in love with all the people in my life, even those that have hurt me because they mm. teach me. And at the same time, sometimes they need to hermit and I just need time where I close my door and that's my time to rest. Mm. Not having a phone in the last two weeks has been a gift. I've been less distracted, I'm present, I'm walking everywhere, buenos dias to absolutely everyone. Mm. You know, it's like I'm really giving time and attention to people mm. because I'm giving time and attention to myself. Mm. So um, I think learning our own limits and honoring them feels like we're being selfish and we're letting people down. And it's mm. like, no, we can tell people in one moment, very honestly, I'd love to, but I don't feel like it right now. I feel sensitive, mm. I need to rest, I need this and that, or I need a hug, or can I come round for a tea? You know, mm. it's like being really honest with what we need and want, mm. um, with being honest with ourselves, no?
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. That, that was, helps. yeah. Yeah, yeah, One, without a doubt. And I, I feel in those few sentences, You were able to really answer the original question you know how can women best support men in their awakening honesty you know what you just spoke to that letting them know letting people know what you want you know because i feel like you you, they give permission to the man to also be honest with what he wants you know so it's this point around being yeah just honesty it's it's such a it's a simple word that means so much you know and actually like really speaking to what's coming up so thank you for sharing that and I think you know even in my own reflection around like how do I look after myself like taking my own medicine quite literally with like the ice, ice therapy and you know going to the sweat and doing the things that I facilitate and doing brotherhood Activities outside of circles that really nourish me and fill my cup up, as well as like dropping into feminine presence and actually the feminine inside of me. You know, like let me slow down. And actually, how difficult is that for me? Quite difficult at times, you know. And I, and actually giving myself the permission to slow down. Well, and I think when I speak about how do we in men's spaces connect more to the feminine? Wow, that's really interesting, because. I think there's a lot of men's spaces. All of them have their own approach, strategies, and intentions, where it's like masculine, warrior, king energy, you know? Like, let's fight and express. Amazing. I I can honor that. I respect that. As well as, like, let's drop into the lover, you know let's let's give each other massages which is a practice in which we've facilitated through sacred sons let's create a massage train in this moment (laughs) we've got 40 bros in a circle rubbing each other's backs like people are like what this is men's work i'm like yes you know because we're just exploring emotions you know we're connecting with with both the feminine and the masculine so that we may be able to show up more for ourselves for the masculine and the feminine in the outside world as well so it's like for myself okay how do i remember that how do i acknowledge that and embody that because fundamentally that's the most important thing as well how do we embody how do we embody the things we are here to share slash bring through transmit how do we embody these things so that we can then be the lights you know be the lighthouse because there's a lot of darkness and we welcome the darkness with open arms and we embrace it and we say i love you i'm with you and i'm here for you and we allow ourselves to bring those parts of ourselves in which we're hiding from to the surface so that we can heal them Mm -hmm. really heal them and uh, and so yeah
1: ah uh, that that brings something else through for me which mm. especially when you're talking about connecting with your own inner feminine i think it's like understanding that you deserve na- nurture you know nourishment and mm. that kind of like, feminine quality of like taking care of oneself now and um it's just it's so important that men can receive that can learn to actually receive love rather than push it away because they think they don't deserve it or Mm. they're mistrusting. it's like learning to actually honestly receive and women too to receive love like it's all well and good to project our love outwards but Mm. what about that inwards that's also where we need to work Mm. Um, and then coming into the shadow work i mean that's vital Mm. and one of the main um, mantras of kundalini yoga is Vahe Guru. And Vahe is like celebration. Mm. And Guru is, it means teacher, guru, but it also means darkness to light. And it means the darkness of our ignorance into the light of awareness. Wow. So it's like the celebration of our journey, mm. darkness to light. Mm. And Vahe Guru is like a way of celebrating our own journey, of bringing the shadow and illuminating it. Like, I always say in my sessions, whether it's coaching or kundalini or both like turn towards every layer of yourself like every Mm. aspect of yourself every shadow every sensation every layer like turn towards it Mm. rather than rejecting it and Mm. there's so much philosophy I love to share on this that's Mm. theory and philosophy beautiful Indian mythology and stuff and it's just Mm. like when we actually turn towards the thing that super scares us Mm. it reduces image by Mm. heart no, but it's the resistance mm. and the suppression and the, everything that creates this negative charge that um, really damages a lot of people around us and I think that is the the masculine wound know that's that's brought us into a world of like warfare mm. um, greed, capitalism consumerism you know it's like that 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 kind of hunger and actually mm-hmm. rather than hungering outside ourselves it's just turning the awareness inwards mm. I think is where we create a sense of wholeness a sense of compassion and then we extend that compassion outwards to all beings Mm. everywhere Mm. it's so beautiful
0: yeah yeah beautifully beautifully shared again sophia really i love the way you articulate things and just bring it through it's yeah it's magic yeah thank you it's um yeah for me i feel like we've been able to explore so many different areas of this topic and it feels like we could there's so many layers to this, right? There's so many layers to you this work, this work. And I think there's some big, big kind of highlights for me, which is around this self-care, self, self-compassion, and especially with the, ma- the masculine, you know, both inviting, being willing to invite the feminine, both, in himself and then in the outside world, being willing to receive love as well, and being willing to accept love of ourselves, you know, self-love. And whether it's in men's spaces or women's spaces, like finding this balance, and that was it. So just just a piece around like, what does this work where man and woman come together and do the work look like? And is that something that exists in your world? And is that something in which You're willing to kind of just speak to in these last kind of few minutes because i'm generally really interested um as someone who heavily facilitates a lot of men spaces and yet to really venture into this like bridge Uh ah
1: okay i think it needs to happen more i think there needs Mm. to be more creative created for men and women to come together um there's two main examples that come to mind one is working in um It was a home, it was like a a shelter actually for uh, elderly sort of like, oh, it was so beautiful. I just saw like these these older women and older men and they both kind of have these, their own like, I don't know, stories or whatever, but it was so beautiful sharing a practice where they can actually meet in unity together. And it was like an equilibrium for them to just like, enjoy actually each other's company and presence like so simple but it was just the presence working in this it was like an old people's home basically Mm. and i saw the men and women coming together and i was just like oh my god this is the cutest it doesn't matter if you're a man or woman you're just present with each other Mm. um that's number one number two i was involved at the end of last year with a men and women's mixed sharing circle Mm. and it was Amazing, the insights that came mm. through. What yeah. seems so obvious to a woman's experience, what seems so fucking obvious, once it's actually expressed, the guy's like, Whoa, holy shit, I never thought about it that way. Mm. So it's like, like, like golden pennies dropping all over the place. And it was just like insights for the men to understand a, a woman better, her thought process, her feelings. And also then for women also to realize like where the male sort of dynamic is at. Mm. And yeah, so I think that's what's really interesting. It needs to happen more. Men and Mm. women have sharing circles, being super honest. And then we understand each other better. And we're facilitating difficult conversations. But actually, it's not that hard when you just turn towards it and just say what's there and realize everyone's thinking the same fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh that's amazing that's so beautiful yeah well put well put well put it needs to happen more i'm calling that in and maybe when i come to europe
1: we can create something
0: Wow, the seed has now been planted, Sophia. The words are in. The words the seeds have been planted. That'd be beautiful. I'd love to explore that with you. That'd be amazing. And it feels like it's a beautiful transformation of not only this connection, but also of the work that we're doing. And I'd like to, like... (laughs) round this off and just asking, you know, I've I've started to upload these to the the Solar um, and they now exist on different streaming platforms. Uh, And I would just love if you felt cool to just share how people can stay connected with you and a bit more about the work that you do in case they are interested in reaching out, getting in touch Mm -hmm. at all.
1: Thank you so much. Well, firstly for the opportunity to be here and to have this kind of discussion. Um, so I'm Sophie Arcana, at sophie.arcana on Instagram. My website is www.arcana.yoga. Uh, and on there, you can find out more about my offerings. I do, uh, coaching, transformational coaching. I work one-to-one, I work in groups. Um, I work with yoga, different forms of yoga, movement, meditation, but specifically kundalini yoga, mm. the yoga of transformation. This is the most powerful form of yoga that I've discovered in my 14 years Mm. of trauma recovery. Mm. And so I love to share it, but from a place that's super inclusive, therapeutic. And um, yeah, for me, uh, the the combination of coaching and then finding an appropriate Kundalini practice to support that unique person's process has, I mean, it's been amazing watching my clients unravel into their highest selves. amazing Mm. Um, and witnessing the changes in their lives Um, so I'm also working with shamanic principles somatic principles trauma-informed trauma-trained and really deep into as well so I love to share it in a way that's modern you know it's like adapted for our modern states and conditions of being Mm. and so I say it's ancient ways for modern days
0: that's what I mm, So beautiful. <laughs> you are a queen, Sophia. <laughs> you are bringing through the codes strong <laughs> in this lifetime. Just honouring you, appreciating you, and just giving absolute love and gratitude to the work that you were doing thank and you were going you through. Too. It's been so lovely. It's been lovely to get to meet more of you. And I just trust that let's let this marinate and simmer and keep in touch. And thank you so much for Great. jumping on this without even knowing um, how, <laughs> how it would happen. And it, it started something, you know. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you
1: so much for the work that you do and invited me to do this. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, doing live stuff is kind of a new thing for me, but something I want mm. to move into as well. So I credit you for stepping into it because it's not easy. It's scary, but it's important. So thank mm. you. Oh, and we're pleasure. connected. Yeah, my <laughs>
0: pleasure. And it's been beautiful and you've, it's been amazing. This has been magic. So thank you so much. And let's keep in touch. So much love to you, sister. Thank you. Appreciate you. Till next time.
1: Gracias. Adios. Bye.